0: A lot of people don't know that when you have Ewoks on set they require a lot of room so it could just be a place to wrangle Ewoks.
1: Curasant Radio Underground, where Emperor Palpatine forced us underground not because we were spreading rebel propaganda, but because we were bringing down the quality of the Imperial Radio Network. I'm Daniel Peebles, and joining me this evening on the panel are Marisha Gore, David Peoples, Robbie Gore, and our host, Andrew Gore, ScienceFictionary.com Editor-in-Chief. All right.
2: Welcome, everybody. And let's, uh, let's jump right on into this. We're going to talk movie news first. The rumors right now are that they're preparing to film for episode nine at the Cardington sheds, and those are old airship sheds. They're huge. They're what, zeppelins. Yeah, they were for, for airships. They're those sheds are five times the size of the largest soundstage in Hollywood. They're over eight hundred feet long and uh, one hundred eighty feet tall. So they're massive sheds, and it's where they filmed the all of the scenes. For uh, for Yavin base. All the hangar scenes were shot there for episode four and for Rogue One. And the announcement is they're going back to film there. But the speculation, of course, is are they going back to Yavin or are they filming something new there? And, of course, this is all speculation.
3: Who's got an opinion? I don't have an opinion. Who else has an opinion? Uh, I don't. Do you, I
1: mean, do you think they're going back to Yavin base? Probably, but we saw them go to an old rebel base in the last movie of course it was one we hadn't seen before i don't know maybe it would be a good way to bring the the new trilogy full circle with the old one to go back where we started
2: well apparently that's always been the plan for this episode was to tie all three trilogies together uh, with this film so yeah it, it makes sense to go back to yavin um the new leader of the resistance poe dameron uh grew up on yavin base really I yes. missed
3: that memo.
2: Yes, because after the Empire <laughs> fell, apparently a uh, farming community set up on, on Yavin. So, <laughs> we have three <laughs> times as, as many people and sense.
3: half as much things to say. <laughs> Y'all
2: yeah, are quiet tonight. I, I am trying to conjure up any any thought about this at all. Well, I mean, the reason it's interesting, I mean, it's not, of course, Star Wars isn't the only thing to film there. Lots of movies have filmed there, including... Uh, the Dark Knight filmed there, Harry Potter Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows 2, uh, Inception, those movies. And even going all the way back, the first movie that at least is rumored to have been filmed there is uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So it's not like they couldn't go there and do something new. It's a massive stage. And it doesn't mean it has to be. It was a massive stage and it's very, very private. Well,
0: you, right. A, a, a lot of people don't know that when you have Ewoks, yeah, on set they require a lot of room, so it could just be a place to wrangle Ewoks.
3: That's the most logical oh, conclusion. I mean I don't see why else they would possibly go there.
4: Are we gonna see Ewoks?
3: I,
0: I think Ewoks know. confirmed for sure just now. <laughs> you heard it here first.
4: Oh Jesus Christ. I'm breaking news on Coruscant Radio Underground. Alright.
3: I think you be super excited. So, and that's like every kid's favorite thing though. He walks. Of course. <laughs> and of course, George, this George is Bates. all
2: you know, they could film they could film literally anything there. Um, but you know, it's an interesting thing to speculate on because I mean going back, we know they've cherry picked things from legends, and there's a lot of important stuff in legends that happened on Yavin after mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi.
4: I definitely will not be surprised if we see Yavin, especially after Hearing you give us all the information on it that I didn't know.
1: Yeah, but other than Tatooine, isn't it and Yavin the the place we've seen the most at this point? It's been in two films. It's the only other thing besides Tatooine that's been in more than one film. If, th- if I remember right, other well, than Coruscant in the prequels.
2: If you're not just talking movies, if you're talking screen time, Naboo is really up there.
3: Yeah, awesome no, that's Naboo. true. Daniel tries. I'm just saying about it's those. not.
1: It's not very It's not very common for them to go back to the same planet. George's mm-hmm. thing was always kind of, he liked one environment planets, and he liked showing different environments in every movie.
5: Mm-hmm. Right. And
1: you, you know, went back to Tatooine and Return of the Jedi, and other than that, we've been to Yavin twice in A New Hope and Rogue One, it's a little out of Star Wars character to uh, go through that again.
2: It is, except for what we already mentioned, and that they are trying to bring everything full circle.
3: But if they go back to another old rebel base, just like they did in the last movie, is that going to get a little derivative?
1: Yeah. And that was, yeah. I was kind of trying to make the point earlier. They just, I I agree with that. It's getting a little bit.
3: I mean, it would be be really nice to like walk a line where we're not derivative, you know, and it's, I guess that's just a hard line, you know, trying to be nostalgic and, and yet not derivative. So it'll be interesting to see, whether one way or the other, how they pull. You know what they decide to do with that.
2: Okay. Well, other thing in current canon of interest on Yavin Base is that after fall, after Return of the Jedi, Luke and Poe Dameron's mother found two Force trees, like the one that grew in the temple on Coruscant, and planted them there on Yavin Base.
1: So, so this is all this is all stuff that the. The other Canon sources give you that don't make it in the movie. So mm-hmm,
2: I'm not right right sure how
1: relevant any of that stuff is to what they're going to do with the movie. You know what I mean?
2: Maybe maybe not, but it wouldn't take a lot of backstory to fill that in.
5: That's true.
2: You know, it's it's kind of like Yoda telling Luke to or Obi-wan telling Luke to go find Yoda, the, or, the teacher you know, that taught me mm-hmm. is it could just as easily be that Luke's force Luke ghost sends, sends. Ray okay. to Yavin. Mm-hmm.
3: I think I'd rather see that than see the resistance go back to Yavin. Yeah. Like, I, I think I'd rather see Rey go back to Yavin for a different reason than they went back to the the rebel base in the last movie.
2: So, Robbie, are are, are you thinking that uh, there may be a an Ewok colony that has set up on the the other side of Yavin from the farmers? Yeah.
0: You know, absolutely. You can't have a resistance without Ewoks, and uh, it's the perfect time to bring them back. <laughs> um, in, in seriousness, though, I think. You know, Daniel's point that they, you know, George Lucas didn't like to be derivative stands in a way, but also this isn't George Lucas anymore. So if it was George Lucas, I would agree with that. But without George Lucas, the the cyclical things that they're trying to make happen here, I, I really do think that Yavin's a big possibility.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I really think that there's going to be some efforts to, um, I'm not going to be surprised if they go back to Naboo as well.
3: What's been going on in Naboo for the past thirty years? <laughs> well, know?
2: and the reason I say Naboo is because, and this is just something I heard proposed on another on another podcast, was that if they do in fact do a funeral for Leia, that Naboo may be the perfect location for that.
0: Are you saying that you think George R. Binks is going to come back?
2: Um, I mean, he's still there. We know that from <laughs> the. Uh, from from sure. books as well, although I guess he could be dead by now. But we know that he's he's a he's a street performer now. Poor <laughs> George, oh <my> George. <laughs> yeah. They...
1: Andrew, I have I have a question. Yeah. I have to ask this question before we go any farther. Did, did you did you invite Robbie on this week just to push my buttons? <laughs> Robbie
2: Robbie <laughs> is here every <laughs> week to push your buttons. <laughs>
1: is, this is story like since he was nine years old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and nothing's changed
1: My gosh. anyway I just had to throw you're
3: that more in there entertaining just... when somebody's pushing your buttons Daniel I'm sorry I, I know
1: <laughs> that was you last week now you
2: can take a break I mean has anybody got any more thoughts on the on the, uh, Cardington oh. sheds well what I was what I, I thought what I had
4: thought but I was trying to uh, there was a moment where we were covering the mic for a while um, <laughs> for reasons and um, I could I think last Jedi uh really threw a giant wrench in Star Wars and was very different from everything anything we've ever seen. So so so, so I, so I oh could I God. could I could see them going oh. back I could see them going back to uh any anything that we've seen before anything familiar just to bring things a bit back. Folks, sort of like how them. sort of how like how Force Awakens was very much right um Nostalgic. like the original trilogy Nostalgic. Yeah. I could see them throwing that in there, just uh, because Last Jedi was so different from anything we've ever seen. Just something to um familiarize people and get people back, get people back on board. Because there's been a lot of backlash. There's been a whole lot of backlash.
3: Yeah, from a, Last little, Jedi, a little, a right? little bit of a uh, fan service, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
4: Especially uh, because a lot of people are still mad. They're gonna be mad going in there, and just I could see them. I could see them opening. With the resistance is on Yavin, that could be in the opening scroll. Is that uh that the resistance is held up on Yavin and uh, just a just a little fan service, just get people back on board after yeah. after the uh, backlash from Last Jedi.
2: Yeah, and uh, just so everybody's clear, the tiny voice in the background is actually Robbie's service walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's
5: exactly it. <laughs>
2: All right, well, you uh, know, those are all good points, and I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Um, you know, the, when they first announced that spot, of course, everybody went back, you know, immediately thought of Yavin, because it's the only thing Star Wars has ever filmed there. But again, J.J. Abrams is a very secretive director, and it is a very, very difficult yeah. spot for anybody to be able to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, other news on episode nine, we got some casting information this week, and it looks like uh, it's not completely official, and I don't know when it will be. It may not be completely official till we see a trailer. But it looks like Billy D. Williams is back to reprise his role as Lando Calrissian.
3: That fan service <laughs> we were talking about.
2: Yeah. Well, of, of course, bringing him in this late in the game poses all sorts of questions about where, where he's, he's been. been. Why didn't he show up when Leia sent out the distress call? You know, so we've got a lot of, and, and in addition to Lando, you know, there were some other characters, um, from force awakens, like snap Wexley and a couple of other pilots who, you just didn't see, you know, they were in force awakens. They're in a lot of the books and they just weren't there in the last Jedi. So it also poses the question. What happened to all these characters? Right. Um, which I feel like will be back now that JJ's picked the movie back up since
3: they're kind of his big characters.
2: Well, and they were his characters, and they were uh, one of them is his uh, his, his, his good buddy. So that's in all of his movies. So, but basically, the question now is, you know, as far as Lando, like, assuming is everybody here assuming that there's going to be a time jump between uh, the Last Jedi and Episode Nine or?
4: Yes, but I'm not sure how long.
2: Yeah, that's the question. Are we talking two years or are we talking ten years?
3: And you've got to jump at least sometime because you have to explain what happened to Princess Leia. You can't just, you know, just pick that up 30 seconds later like they did yeah. last time.
2: You know, so we've got Lando coming back. And so the question, again, you know, where has he been? Why didn't he show up when the distru- uh, distress calls were sent out?
3: What kind of person is he now?
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we don't know what Lan- necessarily what Lando's been been doing, although I think he is in one of the more current books that I haven't read yet. I'm sure he's shown up in some of the comics. Um, but how would you like to see Lando come back? Like, do we want Lando to just, like, we have a time jump and we show up for episode nine and Lando's already there? Or do we want to see some sort of...
3: Explanation.
2: You mm-hmm. know, explanation or some sort of triumphal entrance for Lando, you know, how do you want to see him come back?
4: It's gonna be a uh, a big entrance, sort of like, I guess, sort of the same way. Uh, Han and Chewbacca had their their big moment; they come in.
3: I think you're right, because he's such a fan favorite. Fan
4: service. Fan service.
3: I think I think they would miss an opportunity if it was just kind of like, oh, and he's here. You know, kind of like yeah, exactly. Emeril Akbar. It's like just kind of a side note. I think that he's he's worth like building up to.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think you bring, I don't think you necessarily bring him back. You know, if you're not going to do something big with him.
5: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Right. That's exactly what I was thinking is if you're going to go through the trouble of, you know, kind of bringing characters back, whether and and whether he makes sense or not to come back. That's a different question. But I I think if you're going to bring him back, then you definitely have to give some fanfare with it.
2: Yeah. Well, and there's some speculation or at least some some information from some of the novels indicating Lando may be out there somewhere with his own fleet. So his entrance could be really big.
3: Oh, yeah. That could be that could definitely be interesting.
2: But yeah, it's it's I feel like you gotta do something big with him. Of course, You know, I'm feeling like we need to go ahead and start a campaign to uh, leave Lando alone.
3: Yes. Don't kill Lando. Yeah, don't kill Lando. whenever that that TV series came out, the hashtag don't kill Sean Bean. Basically the same thing. Hashtag (laughs) don't kill Lando. They're going to kill Lando. No, they're not going to kill Lando. (laughs) That was my
1: question. That's really what I thought this topic was going to be about was how are they going to kill Lando? Let's just, you know, foregone conclusion.
3: (laughs) Gee, that's optimistic, Daniel.
2: And let's just hope it's not uh, Ewoks because we know they eat people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've I think... talked before about that. It didn't seem like they had a plan for these for the sequel trilogy, you know, and, and, they, and they don't. But it did kind of seem like we got three movies, we've got three main characters, we'll kill one in each movie. Unfortunately, yeah. Carrie Fisher passed on before she could make episode nine.
4: Where she was probably going to die.
1: Well, I, I do think that was part of the story. I honestly mm-hmm. do. Um, so you go and get the mm-hmm. the next best character from the you know, the, the char- the, the
5: character the only character left
1: mm-hmm. right, the only character left in the original trilogies that you can call a main character in Lando and I, I think Lando fills that role. What, they're going to kill Chewbacca then?
2: And it was so oh, You know they they could. I seriously don't think I they don't will think so. kill Chewbacca. I,
1: there was not well, Chewbacca's <laughs> taking on the sidekick to Ray, like he was the sidekick to. to well, Haunt. I agree, but you're saying they, that that Lando's the last character to call in to kill. No, Chewbacca. You don't know what I'm getting at. Yeah, it, it's almost like well, let's do away. This is how we're going to transition between the passing of the torch from these three characters in the original trilogy to our. Th- new three main characters. That's true. And, and, I, and, Unless, I think, and I think I think Lando falls in the group with Han, Luke, and Leia. Was the next he thing. is he's a legacy character mm-hmm. that they feel like it that it does a service, as Robbie was saying, cyclical. I can't even say the word Robbie.
3: Cyclical? The, the cyclical? cyclical. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're bringing everything kind of full circle. I, I I think Lando fills that role. I do. I, I don't think Lando makes it through this movie. I think he dies heroically somehow. I don't think he makes it.
3: All right. Hashtag don't kill Lando.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's Please. a you know, good point. I think if he shows up with a big fleet or something like that, then he probably goes down with part of that big fleet in some mm-hmm. you know grand it's, heroic uh, gesture of some sort.
1: If it's done well, it can it can have an emotional impact that I think. Mm-hmm. Would would be good for the movie. Yeah, I'm gonna be the only one here. Mm-hmm. I I don't think Lando. It. Are you saying you want Lando to die? Oh,
4: are you gonna go on
3: the record?
1: Going on the
3: record? You can to go on the record, saying you want Lando to die?
4: But you said it's best for the movie. I think
1: it would be. <laughs> it would have an emotional <laughs> impact in the movie if it's done correctly. Yes, of course. And I do think it's going to happen.
2: Yeah, that's really gonna happen. I, think, I can't see him killing off Chewbacca. You know, and, and the the thing about Chewbacca is, you know, just as far as character age, the the original human characters are getting up in age as far as their characters go. Chewbacca's still a young Wookie,
3: and he doesn't have to be the same actor.
1: Right, like he's already <laughs> not
3: right. Yeah, I mean, some you know, so that I, makes it a lot easier to make that character last forever. I think if you
0: kill Lando, you kind of evoke that big emotional reaction. I think if you kill chewbacca then people get up and leave the theater
5: that's <laughs> Maybe. certainly possible That's actually
4: probably not far from the truth do, R, do r2 and c3po make it out of this movie then because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> they got to be in the next one they got to be and they got to be in every single
2: one of them
5: i think well, solo R2's is the only one well yeah solo is
2: the only movie then. well for me with uh with with r2 and c3po is they just need to use them more
3: yeah they were kind of been underused well they're the main
0: character so they can't die that's right
3: right Right. r2 was the original narrator wasn't he for a new hope (laughs) yeah back when he still spoke standard english (laughs) or or common whatever was it like the original script he he yeah r2
2: for the original script r2 was to be the narrator
3: (laughs) and he had a potty mouth which
2: just if you if you've never seen the simon Pegg nick frost skit of them portraying C three PO and R T D two. You need to go find it and watch it.
3: Yeah, it's like the yeah, it's really good. It's really great.
1: I haven't seen that,
2: but oh, i That's look.
3: really great. <laughs> yeah. You've seen it, haven't you, Robbie?
0: No, I'm gonna have no. to make a note here to actually see that. I may have. It may have been a bit, but uh. Yeah,
2: I'll send I've you. Got a, to... I'll send you a link when we get done. So, I mean, just any other things that you would like to see. I mean, if Lando comes back, is Lando. You know, we left with Poe Dameron being in charge, but if Lando comes back, is Lando the senior officer? Is he the
3: new head honcho? He was a general. No. Right? No. Last time we No,
1: because Dolph? I don't think... Does
3: don't Lando think so. have to stick with it to be a general for that. for that long?
2: I don't think Lando has any interest. Well, that, that's in, that's my opinion. Is I, I don't think Lando has any interest or intention of being a permanent part of...
3: Anything, ever. Of,
2: yeah. It's
1: probably not going to be in this movie too much. Uh, yeah, we haven't really talked about that. How much screen time does Lando even get?
2: Hmm. I suspect he will get a fair amount of screen time. More, so. more more, or less than, uh, than Luke in
1: Last Jedi. Luke was on screen for a lot of Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, I
2: know. That's true. Um, I think it'll probably be similar. I mean, I think he's going to be there through a fair amount of the story. You, you know, not that he's, you know, he is likely to die, but... Um, I think he'll get a fair amount of screen time. I mean, if we're being honest, I can't imagine that Billy D. Williams got off the couch to go do this movie if he wasn't going to get some screen time.
1: Well, it's not <laughs> like he's doing much.
2: He's not doing much, but, you know, he, he's... Like a lot of the original Star Wars actors, he's not young anymore. He, You know, a lot of them don't get around very well anymore, and he's one of them.
1: I'm just saying, I'm not sure Billy D. would demand a lot of screen time. He might actually... <laughs> Because, like you just said, he's he's not like he gets around very well anymore. He might like less screen time. Yeah, but, I don't
0: think I don't think he really cares too much about anything. Last time I saw him, his face was on a Colt 45 can as the official <laughs> uh, spokesman. So,
1: <laughs> hey, but Robbie, honestly, is there a, when you think of Colt 45, you think of Lando Calrissian? I mean, seriously.
0: Oh no, it was absolutely perfect. I love it. Absolutely it's just... perfect. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, uh,
2: the other (laughs) casting information was, uh, for Carrie Russell, who I frankly don't know a whole lot about. She's in the the TV show, the Americans. She's done a couple of the mission impossible movies. She's somebody that could definitely be brought in to fill an action role. So is, is anybody familiar with the actress? I remember her from
0: Felicity, yeah. and I, I for that, I think she's a weird choice. I know she's moved on from that and does a lot of stuff now, but I don't know. I, I kind of like using unknown actors for a lot of this stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm still more uh, well, bored with
2: unknowns for Star Wars, but it is what it the, is.
1: The American's character is much more... That, that show is much more uh, dramatic and hardcore than Felicity. She's not a bad actress. She's... I mean... I, I'm fine with it. Just uh, I, we don't know anything about her character yet, so that's true. But as far as you know, being a good actress, I mean, she's 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 fine. I don't I don't have a problem with her being in this movie. I like her. All right, and she's not some
4: huge star who's gonna like distract from anything,
5: or right. you say that you don't that like uh,
4: you don't like you want you want relatively unknown people. But she's she's sort of somewhere in the middle.
1: Right. Yeah. But if, if Felicity is scaring you off from her, don't let that scare you off from her. Because the Americans, the character she plays in the Americans, is a is a Russian spy, and that show takes itself very seriously.
0: Yeah, no, I so will say. She, I mean, she's
1: she's very good in that role.
0: She's been in the the mainstream. I mean, as an actress, I, I mean, what for 25 or 30 years? So yeah. she definitely has proven herself as a you know a great actress and everything. So that that's definitely not a worry. I just always I kind of hate kind of being immersed in that universe and seeing someone I recognize. But mm-hmm. then again, it um, they, they do such a good job of that, that never really being an issue anyways.
2: As far as the new character coming in, I mean, of course, as soon as they announced it, everybody jumped on and on on the internet and started proclaiming that she was going to be Mary Jade, which I can't uh, imagine that huh. they're going to do at this point. But uh, she's a very,
1: uh, if she's Mary Jade, it's in a flower flashback. she's only what, 42 so she's not old enough i don't yeah, i don't think she be all, old. She'd be a present day marriage aid.
2: i don't know man it's awfully easy to age a character up there
0: i mean, with cgi wow. she could even be salacious crumb <laughs>
4: <laughs> but if you, if you if you want to age a character up then why cast <laughs> Carrie russell yeah.
2: now a 62 year old actress you can certainly make that argument you can certainly make if that we're going argument with the though.
1: idea that if we're going with the idea that she's supposed to be around Luke's age, then
2: although that's not necessarily a necessity, it's not, not necessarily, but I, you know, I don't know how
4: Mara Jade would, would fit. I can't think of a way that she could fit into anything that's happening.
1: Yeah. I, I'm kind of agreeing with David. I like the Mara Jade character whenever, but that would, that fit a different story.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: If we're trying to use her as Luke's former love interest, well, Luke's gone, so Luke's gone now. A that, that. That's either here or there. It's implicit in these films that Luke never had a love interest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't guess we were fat, but that's not the impression I have of the Luke I saw in the last movie at all. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Uh, I don't, I don't think Merritt Jade fits the story at this point.
2: No, I don't think so either. But it, it, just from that perspective, it poses the question: is Is this movie the end of the Skywalker's?
1: Oh, the last movie was the end of the Skywalker's. I don't know what you're. I mean, I don't know what you're getting at. <laughs> there, well, no, there,
2: there's, there's,
4: there's
1: Kylo Ren. he's the only, he's the only one with Skywalker know, blood the, the last movie was the end of the Skywalker's. <laughs> okay. I really so I'm the only person sitting here right now who's in this camp. I know, but I really do not want them retconning Ray's origin. That's what I wanted. That's I one thing in Last they, Jedi I'm glad happened.
2: They don't have to retcon Ray's origin. Okay. And it's not really a retcon if it's a lie, if it's a lie Kylo told just for the record, but a retcon fundamentally changes or omits a part of the
1: story. This would just change the perspective. Well, a retcon goes back and explains part of the, it, it can be retcon if you're going back and explaining the story in a different way, but we're talking semantics now. It's kind we're I don't want them. I don't want them coming back in this movie and saying, Oh, by the way, Ray really is a Skywalker. Uh, that's, that's actually part of what happened in *Last Jedi*. I like is the fact that she's not. Right. And I never wanted that. Right. But I'm the you, only you, person in the room right now who never wanted that.
2: But you do still have Kylo. And just assuming that, you know, like I said, Disney for the first couple of years they owned owned Lucasfilm, you never heard the term the Skywalker Saga. Right after *The Force Awakens* came out, every time they referred to this trilogy, they've referred to also referred to the Skywalker Saga. Mm-hmm. So, but the question that I'm trying to pose to you is: Do you want to see the Skywalker line end? Is continuing the Skywalker line good or bad for Star Wars in general?
3: Is it good for entertainment or is it good for the galaxy? Because the Star Wars are not good for humanity. I mean, the, the Skywalkers.
1: I, th- I think it's indifferent. I mean, it doesn't. I don't necessarily
4: want. This. I, I'm not like going into this like, man. Gonna see the Skywalkers end, but like, I think it's gonna be something that happens, not intentionally, though, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think, I think that's gonna be something that something that, um, but it's not gonna be something that happens that, like, JJ was like specifically saying, I'm gonna end the Skywalkers with this. And I don't think it's necessarily it's gonna happen
1: organically, it's yeah, yeah,
4: exactly, it's gonna happen organically, yeah, as long as it
1: doesn't feel forced, Hopefully it's not gonna be a forced happens. thing.
4: And I don't think All the right. Skywalkers. I think um, I think the Skywalkers will end, but but the the sort of essence and the spirit, I guess you could say uh, will continue on through the new characters and uh, I don't think it's gonna feel like like we're missing anything if that makes if that makes any sense what I'm saying
2: I'm still I still have concerns with where the last last Jedi took the story as far as the creator saying this is the skywalker saga yet the only skywalker we still have is a solo is a even which is even a real last name apparently but <laughs> the um forgot where i was going
3: the only one we have left is a solo but the only He's one we really have
2: left is is kylo ren so of course we still don't. Of course, you still got an awful lot of people on the on the uh, Kylo Ren Ray band, bandwagon. I'm not totally sold on that.
3: You don't ship them, love.
2: I don't ship them, <laughs> but I will go on the record and say that I think there's another Skywalker.
3: Mm, oh there
4: is another. God. So, as the point you're getting at
5: is that you could see <laughs>
4: how this relates to Carrie Russell is that could you see Carrie Russell showing up as Mara Jade in a flashback? showing that she had a child with Luke and that there's another Skywalker out there somewhere.
2: Possibly. Is that something you see happening? Possibly, but maybe totally unrelated to this character. I'm I'm actually, just from the little bit I've read on this character, on this actress, I'm kind of hoping she's showing up as a new villain. That'd be cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Actually, that would be really interesting, though, because she's kind of done a lot of action. It'd be interesting to see her show up and do like a really interesting... Maybe even kind of Darth Maul-more-flavored villain. Something really physical and really different.
1: Well, if we're getting really nuts, maybe she's Ventress. Ooh. Yeah, except Ventress
2: has been dead for a really long time.
1: Yeah, Darth Maul was cutting out.
3: That's
2: true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but who killed Ventress? Ooh, the Emperor I, killed I Ventress. I think the
3: Emperor killed Ventress. I don't remember. It's uh, been a while since I watched the Clone Wars.
1: I know Ventress is dead. That's why I really was just <laughs> trying to throw a stupid off the wall. We're just. We're really digging deep now. So. I think she's a new character. I think she's a new character as well. And
2: probably insignificant. But speaking to what David said about the flashback, we should remember that flashbacks had never been a thing in Star Wars before J.J. Abrams yeah. made a Star Wars movie.
1: And, and, yeah. Could be. Uh, There's a world of possibilities. Yeah, we don't know anything. No, it's all it's all
2: speculation. It's just something that's fun to talk about. We have no idea.
1: Because the truth is, every Star Wars movie that's ever come out, I've sort of had an idea of where I think the plot would go and what I'd like to see. That I've got. The Force Awakens and the Last Jedi were so completely different from each other that I've got mm-hmm. no clue where this story's going.
2: Right now, the upside to fact you read all these, the fact... you read
1: the plot leaks and stuff that I some of that stuff is so whacked out. There's no way in hell I'm gonna believe any of that. I don't think anybody knows where this where this idea's going, me. where this story's going. No, no clue. Mm-hmm.
4: including the directors. No, JJ knows he wrote the script. Well, He's I mean,
1: the
2: only. he had JJ now has the advantage of we know. Just from the dots that weren't connected between the two movies, there was no plan from the beginning to make sure to to link these things up. But now JJ has the advantage of of having part one and part two and being able to write part three to try to make things work. I think
4: JJ had a plan. JJ, I
1: think think JJ knew what he did. But Dave and Robbie weren't here last week. They don't know that we already talked about all this. That it just anybody. JJ give us a story for where these movies should go. You got the script for the first one. Cool. You can't make the other two, but that's fine. Give us a story. Give us an outline. This right. is where episode two goes. This is where the second one goes. This is where the third one goes. Let Lawrence Kasdan do it. Let JJ, Chris Terrio and Lawrence Kasdan do it together. Just give us something cohesive that, mm-hmm. and they, that they never did that.
3: I suspect they'll do that going forward though. I don't know that. Right. And
1: we talked that the other two trilogies that are coming from, D and D, and from the the other Ron Johnson trilogy, I mean, yeah, those obviously are going to be, because they've already told us these directors are making all three of these movies in their trilogies. Right. So that's going to help. It's just a shame that this one went the way it did. Yeah.
2: Well, that pretty much covers you know movie news. It's pretty sparse right now, and we're still a year and a half out, and they're not filming yet. But um, news should start picking up. Pretty soon, and I it's thought been... they were
1: going to start filming this month, though, right?
2: Yeah, it's either this mm-hmm. month or next month. It's soon. All right. So, <laughs> um, moving on from there, that like I said, that's all the movie news really that's that's been out there the last couple of weeks. But um, I don't know if y'all have seen the picture I intended to send to y'all before we got started. There was an image that showed up at some convention in, in France of uh, mm-hmm. the new uh, from the new Resistance TV show.
3: Right. Yes. Um, Now that we should be getting news on. I mean, that's supposed to release. Yeah. We should be getting a trailer
2: on that. Anytime I think think. it
1: comes in October. I think October.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So we should start seeing some footage from that pretty soon. Maybe at Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm sure. But uh, of note in the article, uh, I don't know if y'all read the article I sent out earlier, but the resistance uh, that it's going to have two of the characters in there are going to be uh, Poe Dameron and Captain Phasma. And uh, Oscar uh, Isaacs and uh, Gwendolyn Christie are both coming on board to um, voice those characters.
1: Character. That's awesome. I mean, That's interesting.
3: There were so many complaints about there not being enough Phasma in the two most recent movies. Mm-hmm. After all the hype around her, I think it would be great to really see some more of her in something besides a book or a comic book, you know, actually see her on the screen, even if it's a small I, screen. Love
5: the her.
4: hype for Captain Phasma for me was, was that Gwyneth, of Christie was playing her and, mm-hmm. and she's incredible. So I'm happy that we have yeah. watched. Yeah. I hope we get to see more of her yeah. on screen, even if it's just her voice. Yeah. It's her doing something.
2: Well, they they needed to do something with the character. Like we were, we were basically made promises on that character that were never followed through Super
3: awesome new character that you'll see for three minutes. Well,
2: I'm sure she sold tons of action figures for Disney.
3: That's true.
2: Oh, I'm sure. And there's, you know, no shortage of of kids in Phasma costumes at Comic-Con.
5: That's true.
2: They made some real promises with really seeing that character do something impressive and just really fell flat on that.
3: Yeah. And I thought after force awakens whenever everybody was like we wanted more phasma that maybe we would see more of her in the second movie
2: yeah and they basically gave her a boba fett quality death
3: Mm -hmm. bye-bye
2: she'll be i don't i I don't think she dies i don't think she's dead yet either it's kind of we're kind of left wondering on that assuming that she is dead of course boba fett's the same uh Mm -hmm. same situation where we're just kind of like did he die or did he not Uh, of course we had a conversation about that last week or two weeks ago last time we recorded
1: yeah Because he gets out of the pit. He doesn't get out of the little shop of horrors plant.
2: From there, I mean, has anybody got anything they wanted to uh, mention before we get into anything else? So, uh. the, okay, so about Resistance. Um, mm-hmm.
4: I remember last last episode, y'all speculated on uh, on wh- when it actually takes place. Well, and that, and, it, it, and, te- it no does take that.
2: place. The first episode, we did discuss that. And then the last episode, I did confirm that uh, it does take place before Force Awakens. Okay, that's okay. That, okay. So we're going to see basically <laughs> the early... Early stages, some of the early stages of the, um, the resistance of the resistance. And by the way, in this next movie, you think it's still the resistance, or you think they're now the rebellion? It's gonna be the rebellion. They're
1: the rebellion. The rebellion, the I rebellion
4: think was reborn today. the the the, the opening scroll is gonna like and in all capital letters. It's gonna be like it's now the rebellion with like big
1: bold letters. Because really, yeah, I
3: think you're right. They were the re,
1: they were the resistance mm-hmm. when they were resisting this outside of force trying to come in and rule. Right. Well, at this point. The First Order is ruling. They're in charge. Right. Now you have people rebelling. They're not just
3: pushing stuff. back now. They're at in full-out revolt again.
1: Yes. Yes. Because this is now the ruling government of the galaxy, like the Empire was. So I think that's how that fits. I'm fine with that. We're trying to bring it all back full circle, like we've already said. Yep. What they was Robbie's service. word again? Cyclical? Cyclical. Yep. Cyclical. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Love that word. That's a little, the word of the day. Everybody <laughs> screaming when you hear that word. <laughs>
3: All right, now here's for the segment that is going to drive Daniel up the wall. Yeah,
2: Daniel, me and you're just going to more or less be moderating here. Um Robbie, I think I forgot to send you a message. Did you prepare uh a ranking of your Star Wars movies?
0: Yeah, I wrote one uh kind of on the fly here, which is it's close enough. Um, but yeah, I can I can give my little caveat when I when it's my time to go. Okay.
2: Well, uh David, uh me and uh me and Daniel did this, so we're going to give uh You and Marisha and Robbie, an opportunity to kind of run down your top ten list.
3: What do we just want to do? One? Each go through our ones? Yeah,
2: we'll each go through your ones. Me and Daniel will, uh, I guess, uh, supply snide remarks and moderation. All
3: right.
0: (laughs) Let me caveat, out of respect uh, for everyone in the podcast. So my first five are my very legit, like, these are how I feel about these. And my last five are sort of like, and I'm throwing these in there because I can.
2: That's fine. That works.
3: We wouldn't expect anything <laughs> less from you, Robbie. <laughs> All
2: right. So let's, uh, let's kick it off. David, I'll let you uh, throw your number one out there first. All right.
4: Uh, I struggled a lot uh, between number one and number two. I flipped them. But uh, shockingly, I landed on *Empire Strikes Back* as my number one Star Wars film. It's so cliche to say that, but but it's uh, how can you not? It's 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 the best made. It's it's incredible.
2: Yeah, I mean, fair enough. It, it's uh, it, was it, too, it, but... it, it is it is cliche at this point because that's the movie that probably ninety percent of people name. But it's a great movie. It's the well, movie it's cliche
1: for a reason.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, it's one of those movies that. When you talk about movies that transcend their genre, that's one of them. Mm -hmm. It's not just a great sci-fi movie or a science fantasy movie. It's just a great movie. All right, Marisha?
3: My uh, disclaimer is I'm not saying this is the (sighs) best... Shut up, Daniel. I'm not saying this is the best... I'm not saying it's the best movie ever. I'm not saying it's the best Star Wars movie ever. I'm saying it's my favorite. And I love Revenge of the Sith. I do. It's... I
5: know.
3: It's just like the most tragic and compelling it's 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 kind of the linchpin that 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 ties the whole narrative mm-hmm. together it's that what's the word i'm looking for it's a very like fundamental human kind of story where he is good and he is flawed and he is completely corrupted
4: well you love anakin skywalker right that's like your i really favorite do theory. like anakin
1: skywalker yeah so that's why you love this movie so that's now, why I love we, this movie, we yeah. talked about this last week only anything, Snyder, to say you know how I feel about that. It's <laughs> it is a it's a wonderful idea, poorly executed. It's the same thing I told you last week. But there's
3: some really wonderful I mean, there are definitely it's got its moments. But it's also got its moments of really excellent execution. That opera scene between Anakin and the Emperor—I mean, it's it's great. And that's
1: be, my least favorite. I'll scene. be in the
3: snake in the garden. Mm. Just, uh, I that's like it. that's. Have you ever heard the Dog
0: tragedy
2: of dark Place? The <laughs> yeah. All right, Robbie, uh, you're number one. Uh, that would be Return
0: of the Jedi. Good
2: one.
3: Yep. That
0: yeah, I'm, can't I'm
3: go with wrong. you there. Can't it, wrong.
0: because as Ewoks. A kid, well, yeah, you know what? Ewoks, at the, like the last <laughs> Ewok scene, I was so sad when they changed that. But like just Luke in all black and like Jabba's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. palace, like everything that happens is, I don't know, it's just so epic in that film and like mm-hmm. the the truest sense of the word. Like it just, I, I don't know, I really loved that one as a kid. I I probably could have watched
3: it was my favorite
2: too as a kid ten times more than watch the rest. Yeah, I don't think anybody. It might not be the one some of us put at the top, but I don't think anybody would argue with you over putting that movie at the top
1: because I, I
0: think we all love that movie. I think that's one of my just all time favorite movies.
1: Oh yeah, I for have sure. no- I have I have nostalgia reasons mm. why I love that one, but that I'm not going to argue with you, Robert. You actually uh, you actually hit on one there. <laughs> Unlike me,
3: who people right, argue
2: uh, with. Let's see, uh, <laughs> Marisha, what's your number two?
3: A new hope, because. Like my very first memory of Star Wars was I was like eight. My dad was watching Star Wars in the living room and my sister and I were sitting at the top of the stairs watching it. We were trying to be real sneaky and he's like, yeah, y'all can come down. Y'all can watch it. They were uh, in the trash compactor, you know, and the stormtroopers are running around. And that's like my, my most vivid Star Wars memory. And it's just, you know, I mean, it's where it all started. You, you can't not love A New Hope. All right, Robbie, what's your number two?
0: Uh, it's actually a new hope as well. Um, and and for a lot of, a lot of the same reasons it's, I think as a kid watching a new hope is like completely mesmerizing. It's Mm -hmm. just something you haven't seen before. It's all kind of coming at you. It's, I don't know. It's just very, very kind of wild as a kid to see that, like just Mm -hmm. the whole grandeur of the whole situation. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. Love it. David,
4: uh, a new hope is my number two. A new hope uh, wins, like you guys said. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's really it, it, as a film, it just captures your imagination, mm-hmm. um, and you get so wrapped up into this world. And and it's you know uh, I don't know. There's just something about this movie that gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking about Luke looking over at the two setting suns with the music playing oh, and, and
3: music, yeah.
4: And and, yeah, and then mm-hmm. it's just wow. It's just, it's not. It's a movie, and then Darth mm-hmm. Vader and like not knowing really a lot about I think he has mm-hmm. what 12 minutes of screen time i read somewhere in this movie yeah. and but he's just the most and all twelve of them were terrifying. Yeah, exactly, especially and when more you're a and kid. More and mm-hmm. scared. And that's what I. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and then he and then he kills, and then he kills Obi Wan, and you're like,
3: what? I remember what so hap- is He really dead. What's yeah. gonna happen next? Mm-hmm. But then he's like,
4: I'll be There's more powerful no than you'll ever know. And it's like, how are you gonna do that? And then like, what's the, what the what's the Force? That's so cool. And, and then lightsabers, and it's what the. Freak is this? It 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 captures your imagination unlike any other film.
2: Robbie, that's going to be you at number three.
0: Uh, So that is going to be Phantom Menace. And the reason for Phantom Menace, like, I know it gets a lot of flat, but <laughs> as a 12-year-old a at the time, of
3: Menace.
5: <laughs> well,
0: as yes. a 12-year-old, you're just like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. new Star Wars. Exactly. And so, like, for me, that and, like, pod racing scenes and all that was just so cool. Like, so from the perspective of, mm-hmm. you know, a, a child, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is the greatest thing ever. As an adult, I'm a little bit like, ah, yeah, the pod racing stuff was cool. I don't know about the rest of it, but... Uh, the feelings mm-hmm. that gave me as a kid to see a brand new star wars and what's happening when i was a kid was mm-hmm. was kind of you can't replace that so for me it'll always it'll be high on the list
2: yeah and i imagine as a kid <sighs> seeing it that having a kid as the lead character doesn't hurt
3: no it doesn't hurt yeah, and, absolutely and george Jar, Jar was funny whenever i was 12
2: right
0: as Robin. a kid you, you don't you don't look at it and say oh this dialogue is poorly written you don't Mm -hmm. think
1: about that at all yeah but does your dad has your dad seen your rankings (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) now now i will say this
2: uh, you know daniel does not like the prequels at all oh my god i don't know where the rest of y'all stand i I mean i'm a prequelist i like them they have Mm -hmm. tons of flaws the story's all there there are things that i love about those movies
1: They destroyed the mythology.
3: No.
2: No, they made. No, they had one thing that George did that that messes with the mythology. One thing.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, David, your number three movie.
4: All right. So what I think is really fascinating is that uh, my dad Daniel and Andrew are um, old enough that whenever the prequels came out, y'all weren't kids who were like, "Yeah, new Star Wars movies." Well, y'all were yay new Star Wars movies, but y'all weren't like uh, Marisha and Robbie who have fond memories just because y'all are kids, right? And then Marisha and Robbie, y'all like the prequels because mm-hmm. y'all were kids when they came out. So you have the fond memories. I skipped all of that. Right. Uh, <laughs> Which I'm makes me child. feel
3: super old, by the way, in case anyone's <laughs> <Sorry>. keeping track. <laughs> uh, I am a child.
4: So I wasn't around when the prequels came out. I watched all of the Star Wars films later but the movies that i were around for when they came out like like seeing in theaters were all these new disney ones Mm -hmm. which includes my number three rogue one now i might be a little influenced by my dad i have to admit because i know he loves that movie
1: movie. and we came out of it so close to being my number one but also i think we're very similar i
4: that movie uh, i remember walking out and i did say and i saw it with y'all I remember walking out of the theater and turning to y'all and saying, "Like that is one of the like best made Star Wars movies." Yep. Because it's so beautiful. It's so. It's so. It's different, but it's not different in the way Last Jedi was different. Where Last Jedi felt different just for the sake of being different, Rogue One felt like it was different because it wanted to take some risk, and they really paid off. And
1: um, it it just fit into the world.
5: It fit fit into the world so
4: perfectly. And uh, an amazing Darth Vader scene. Right. Uh, the, the best one minute of Darth Vader we've ever seen. Yes. And every, and, and the ending, which is so great. And, and all the characters dying and you're watching them die off. And you're like, oh, God. Right.
3: You know, surely uh, they're not going to kill them all, but they did.
4: Surely. Not. And then they do. K2SO was hilarious. Uh, it's such a well-made, beautifully directed movie. I, it's Rogue One. Just, just, just not just because it's so well made.
2: Yeah, no, I won't argue with you there. It was my number three as well, and I was it yours too, Daniel?
3: It
1: was my number two.
2: Okay, Um, Marisha, you haven't done your number three yet.
3: Empire Strikes Back, because it's awesome.
5: I mean, we, we, everybody, everyone (laughs) has talked
3: extensively about how great Empire Strikes Back is. It's all true. Yeah. So. All right, We could
2: 30. do
4: an entire episode just about how great Empire Strikes Back is. Ah. We
2: could, and we probably will when news gets <laughs> <laughs> Um Marisha, go ahead and do your number four.
3: Solo. And because I felt like there were things that I really loved about The Force Awakens, there were things that I loved about uh, The Last Jedi, but I felt like Solo... Hit a much better rhythm, and with the exception of the obnoxious droid, it.
2: Yeah. The, oh, and and go spoiler light on Solo because Robbie had not seen it yet. Um, um, oh, I'm not that worried about it, it.
3: It felt much more like like Star Wars as I as I remember it, as it was, you know, kind of it, as 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 I as I saw it, you know, when I was younger, and it it just felt more like like Star Wars than than I than I I didn't want Solo. I whenever they announced it, I couldn't have cared less. But whenever it came out, I really loved it.
2: Robbie, your number four?
3: Uh, My number
2: four, my list here.
0: Uh, my number four is Empire Strikes Back. Uh, you, You've spoken plenty on that. I think it would actually be higher if I had, I haven't watched it in so long. As a kid, mm-hmm. you sort of like, for me, it was like, oh, Hoth, this is awesome. And then it's a lot of dialogue. So you're like, okay.
2: Yeah, episode four is a little uh, harder as a kid, it's a little deeper than A New Hope and Jedi.
0: Yeah. So sort of looking back on it now, I'm like, ah, I should probably rewatch this at this point in my life, at this stage of my life, and kind of like see what my opinion on it is now. Obviously still a great movie for me even, but uh, it, it. like I said, it falls a little lower for me just because of not watching it really in my current adult state. Yeah. Well,
3: now we all know what we're doing. During Dragon During Con. Dragon week. Con. No. Right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, uh, David, you're number four.
0: Uh, my number
4: four is Return of the Jedi. Like Robbie said earlier, everything about this movie is epic, and everything—it's. I think the coolest version of Luke Skywalker is in this movie, um, uh, and the black—he has the He looks so cool, and you just want to be him, and you love him, and and
5: mm-hmm. New Hope,
4: and um, you love him in a New Hope, and you love him in Empire, but this movie really, uh, really make really um, what's the word I'm looking he for? He comes into his own. He comes into his own, and he—he he is. He, this this is the movie that establishes him as the greatest sci-fi fantasy hero of all time, and I, it, it's a great movie. Everything about it, everything about it is epic. Everything uh, feels urgent and important. It's just—it's one—it's one of the best movies. It's—it's it's so fun to watch. Return of the Jedi, number four.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, David, I'll just go right back to you. What's your number five? My uh, number five
4: uh, um, would be Solo. Um, I was not excited for this movie at all. Um, I didn't like any of the trailers I I was just excited to see Donald Glover as uh, Lando and he did an amazing job but I ended up loving Solo and I walked out uh ecstatic um I probably walked out thinking like this is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time but then once once I calmed down (laughs) when she recovered uh, yeah once once I yeah once I recovered and calmed down a bit it definitely falls into number five uh I think it kept me on my toes Mm -hmm. um even though there were some plot twists that were coming up that that i think were pretty obvious trying to be uh, a little bit spoiler free um there were some obvious plot twists but then but then you just never really knew what was going to happen it's like well that's obviously that's going to happen but what if it doesn't and what if this happens and it always kept you on your toes i think it did a really great job uh getting you invested in the love story between han and uh kira Kira. and kira even though you know
3: she is
5: not that
4: hans yeah yeah. even though you know han's true love is leia Mm -hmm. and and you and you know that that is the perfect couple and that is that they are meant to be together i still gave a crap about kira and han and i i think it's just amazing that that movie was able to do that and it's so fun and um action-packed never a slow moment uh woody harrelson i think is great in it and um i think the guy who played i can't even i know his name i can't even pronounce it who played who played han solo uh,
3: oh Alden Aldenar. Ald-
4: yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I think he did a fantastic job. I think my dad would disagree with me, but I think he felt like he felt like Han Solo to me. And yeah, then of course, I, I agree with, with the, you
2: completely about uh him feeling like Han. Like there's even a few parts in there where he he made facial expressions that I went, that's Han Solo.
4: From the very beginning, whenever he's um from the very beginning scene in the opening scene, I I looked to my dad in the theater and I said. This is Han
2: Solo. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. All right, Robbie, number five. Uh, number five
0: for me is Rogue One. Uh, just really love the movie. Uh, just everything about it. Like everybody said, it, it's a beautiful movie. It's well done. It's action packed. It's I don't know. It's just it's just a great movie. Star Wars or not, Rogue One is a great movie. Just yeah. uh, it could stand alone and be considered a fantastic sci-fi film.
3: It's one of the you that isn't kind of a mixed bag like there are a lot of them that will be like i love this movie well okay but just ignore that part but that one i don't feel like there's really a mixed bag it's all great
2: marisha your number five
3: my number five uh phantom menace because you know like um like robbie was saying being being a kid and being like i was 13 whenever phantom menace came out so i was like the same age as queen amidala and i mean that was cool it was like it, I related to it and you know the, the, that trailer with Jake Lloyd with the Darth Vader shadow. I mean, whenever the first time I saw that, I was like, that is literally the coolest thing ever. And that's that's kind of when I my Star Wars obsession um, as as a teenager kind of kicked off was whenever that movie came out.
1: Wait a minute, you have two prequels in your top
3: five? Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I did it just to, to irritate you. I, I had I had to be a millennial here. I just oh. I had to. I couldn't help it.
1: I can't believe you talked about all your love for Phantom Menace and didn't mention the hairstyles.
3: Well, we talked about the costumes last week, right? Didn't yeah. we talk about how great the costumes are? I mean, like we literally, I have yeah. made what five Phantom Menace costumes in the past like three years. Yeah, so, yeah, we
2: don't we don't have time left tonight for Marisha
1: to talk about the hairstyles.
2: No,
0: you don't want to hear me talk about <laughs> Star Wars that's costumes. Its, like, that's on podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it just amazes me what people latch on to about why they love a movie. That it's just it's. Russia, I love you, but it is awful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, I can't wait to hear this. So I'm going to go on to Robbie for his number six.
0: Oh, wait. So I do have a. Uh, let's see. I, I slapped one more real one in there because oh, okay. I, I put The Force Awakens in there because I did really enjoy it. And even though it was a little bit like uh, it was, you know, it gets into that cyclical world that sci fi does so mm-hmm. well. It. It, it kind of plays off of uh, a New Hope in some ways, but I love that. Um, mm-hmm. It was nice to be excited about Star Wars again after you know kind of going stagnant after the uh, last of the prequels. Yeah. So for me, that coming out and actually being a really good movie was exciting.
1: So am I? Am I to understand that your bottom five or six aren't real? No, as his, in, his bottom as four. In his they're little- just. We'll just They're have to see as we get just there. Just to get on my nerves. The the bottom four
0: weren't just done to get on your nerves, but they are going to get on your nerves.
1: <laughs> but these are legitimate feelings you have about them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So uh, I have no idea where you're going with it, but I'm just I'm just waiting because I've been warned already.
2: Marisha, <laughs> <clears throat> I'll let you do your number six next.
3: My number six is Rogue One, because for all the reasons we've said, I mean. Like I said, it's not a mixed, bag. It's, it's, it's a great movie, even if I wouldn't take my kids to see it when it came out, because everybody died.
2: <laughs> uh, David, what have you got at number six? Uh, I have The Force Awakens at
4: number six. Okay. Um, this was the first movie, uh, Star Wars movie, I was able to see um, in theaters, uh, and just the pure excitement I felt mm-hmm. to, 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 whenever the music kicked in, or whenever... It's a long time ago in a galaxy okay. far, far away. Just to be like, oh, so this is what it feels like. Yes. And um, yes. And, and, and like it's sort of like how A New Hope just captured my imagination. This film did something very similar.
5: Mm-hmm. And
4: um, the music kicked in, and and um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I finally, finally, uh, I, I get to I get to experience this, because um, I always heard uh, Dad and Andrew talk about how great it was to go uh, see a Phantom Menace how they took like a road trip to go see phantom menace mm-hmm. and i'm like finally i get to do the same thing and mm-hmm. so it just has a very as a spe- sort of like how the prequels are for you it just has a special place in my heart
1: it yeah. was awesome till a couple of days later when it started to sink in what you just watched a phantom menace that is not yeah, not force, <laughs> awakens. yeah. force awakens
4: went a whole lot better than, oh than yeah, that, yes absolutely yeah. i loved the force Awakens*. i lo- a force i loved
2: force awakens all right um robbie what have you got at number seven
0: Number seven is Shadows of the Empire on Nintendo 64.
1: All right. Well, wait a minute.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I think the...
5: <laughs> no, wait, stop. You're not allowed to talk.
1: I'm out. Hold on a second. Andrew, you didn't explain to him what, the, what what the purpose is, right? Like, you told him to rank his movies?
5: I did, but...
1: Uh, hey, it's c- it's cinematic he, do you understand what a movie is well i think he's <laughs> gonna make
2: a case as to why it's why it's at number uh seven on his list no, as, as actual a movie
1: releases dude did you go to the movie theater <laughs> and see that on the screen <laughs> i, I could have <laughs>
0: what <laughs> just,
1: oh my god this i mean all, it's all just it, it's
0: about the story it's all about the story for me, and it, it's you know books are a different world. They're, well, I'm but...
1: throwing Air of the Empire and the Jedi Academy trilogy in my top ten. Then you should. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> We're not writing video games or books, but that'll be a different episode. Different
0: episode.
4: All right, so Robin, <laughs> why why <laughs> is
3: it worth being number seven? Come on, be, be an That's apologist for your video story. game. Story
0: Dash Rendar is such a great character. He deserves his place in the the, the Star Wars canon, and uh, I think he's probably one of the most underrated characters uh, in the whole universe. There,
2: all right, um, David, number seven, The Last Jedi. Um, <laughs> Shadows,
4: what? <laughs> Do you need a moment, Dad, before we continue? Oh my God! No, go so ahead. so The Last Jedi. Now, uh, I love. Every single thing about this film, and I think it's one of the best directed Star Wars films. And it'd be a whole lot higher on my list if it wasn't for the characterization of Luke Skywalker. And I'll refrain from going on a rant today on my YouTube channel. I posted a 20-minute rant about it, so I'll stay calm. We could go see it there. But the but the Last Jedi, I think it's a great. I think it's. I loved a lot of the stuff they did. It was very different from a lot of Star Wars movies. All of the stuff with uh with Kylo and Rey. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, my only problem with it, well, I have two problems. But my only problem with it is um, the characterization of Luke Skywalker because, <gasps> and then um, and then all the stuff that happened uh, on that casino planet, that entire mm-hmm. plot just, it doesn't fit. It's it, useful. You can take that entire plot out of, you know, uh, um, like y'all said before, the, the theme to this movie is failure. So, mm-hmm. and that's fine. So, so, so Ray, uh, not Ray. Um, so Finn and Rose, they fail in their quest. But in failing in their quest, they don't actually push any story forward. Like when when Kylo Ren they just fails, failed
3: just for the sake of failure. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, when That's Kylo a Ren fails, thing to do the story moved forward from his failure. Whenever Finn and Rose went on this useless adventure, it did nothing. You could take that entire plot out of the movie and it would play out exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I think it's uh, the Last Jedi is a great film. It Took a lot of risk. Not all of them paid off, but uh,
1: it, took it was a lot beautiful
3: of... though.
1: We oh yeah, it, we actually. We recently, recently rewatched Last Jedi and I will move it a little higher on my list. I I had Revenge of the Sith ahead of it. That was stupid. <laughs> Last Jedi is a better film than Revenge of the Sith. And and mm-hmm. I, or, upon rewatching it, I like it better. It's Some an ex- instance I it, had problems with, yeah. I feel better about, but I have bigger problems with other things now, so it's kind of a wash.
2: Yeah, it's an extraordinarily well-made movie. It's a beautiful movie. Andrew Uh,
3: saw it, what, six times in the theater, and he literally, every single time he saw it, he had a different story about how he felt about it.
2: Yep. But anyway, let's see. Has everybody done their number seven? No. No, Marisha has not done hers. What's yours?
3: Okay, so, disclaimer. I should point out, just because something is not in my top five Star Wars movies, doesn't mean I don't love them. It just means that there's Daniel. I had to give that clarification. Return of the Jedi. Okay. Like I said, it's... we talked about it for a while whenever other people had it much higher on their lists and maybe it should have been higher on my list, but I changed it like three times. and This is where it landed. So that's the best explanation I've got.
2: Okay. Um, Marisha, I'll let you go ahead and do
3: your number eight. Uh, number eight, force awakens. I loved the, like, like David was saying, you know, when you sat in theater, it was like, Oh my gosh. It was like, it was star Wars for the first time in such a long time. And that was so exciting. Um, And I really did enjoy the movie. I loved the movie. The plot, like the the more time has gone on, the more I feel like it's a little more derivative of of A New Hope, which that isn't necessarily a terrible thing, but it doesn't endear it to be like my super top of the list favorite.
2: Yeah. I think it's definitely a little bit derivative, and I, I think it was mostly intentional because
3: well, that's yeah,
2: you had to quell a lot of uh, fears after the prequels coming yeah. back to Star Wars as to what it was going to be. Right. Let's see. That was your number eight. No, seven.
3: That was your number seven. No. No, that, that was your
2: that number, was number eight. F- eight sorry. Yeah. All right, uh, Robbie, you're number eight.
0: All right, Daniel, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a movie. Okay. It's Spaceballs.
1: It's, dude, what, come on, man. <laughs> I I will always. But this that no, This a, is what I want to know. How long is your list? Because if you're putting things that aren't Star Wars movies this high up, the real Star Wars movies have to be somewhere down there around like 13 <laughs> or something.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the real long one would be like that. Um,
3: <laughs> you just cut it down to 10 just for the sake of this conversation. Yeah, First and well, I don't. I feel like...
1: love Spaceballs. <laughs> if I'm gonna have to be serious about this for a second, I love Spaceballs. It's not better than any of the real Star Wars movies, except maybe the prequels. That's the only <laughs> Star Wars movie just better than are the prequels. I mean, that's
0: mostly what it's ranked above right now. Oh, I didn't see Solo so yet, so I can't. I can't really throw it in there. I suspect it would be up there, but I, I haven't seen it yet, unfortunately.
2: Um, David, that's you at
4: number eight, I think.
0: Yeah, Um,
4: at number eight, I have Revenge of the Sith. So out of the three prequels, Revenge of the Sith has the most to like about it. And I I remember uh, when I watched the prequels, I don't think I've watched the prequels since I was like 12, Um, and I'm 18 now, as we established earlier. So um, it's been a while, but Revenge of the Sith is the one I actually remember liking a lot. It's the best of the prequels. It's the best of the prequels, and like you said earlier, it's a really good idea. Um, I also really enjoy the memes that came out of it, like I have the high ground.
5: (laughs) That's hilarious.
4: (laughs) Like, there's this picture of a mannequin standing at the top of the stairs and then a mannequin at the bottom. And it's mm-hmm. like, mannequin, I have the high ground. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. So that's why Revenge of the Sith gets, uh, gets
5: number eight. It's because you all like right. the memes. I like um, them.
4: Yes, actually. All right. Uh, oh, and, and um, the tragedy of Dark, Darth Plagueis is just Oh my God. the most incredible scene ever put on film. Uh, it's, you just sit right, right, right All right, all right, all right. It's not a story the Jedi would tell.
1: Anyway. Uh,
4: ironic. Darisha,
1: whoever's next.
4: Yeah, David, going to do your number nine. Uh, number nine, I have the Phantom Menace. Darth Maul is really freaking cool. And uh, yes. then, then, you know, actually, Phantom Menace gets number nine instead of number ten, just because uh, Duel of the Fates is yes. is incredible. Yes. And um, I, I have that song on my computer, mm. and I like to make memes with that song. Like I take like like fist fights and add like videos of fist fights and add Duel of the Fates over it. So uh, that's why that's why that one's number nine instead of being number ten.
3: I have been known to sit down and just watch the duel of the just watch the the last fight scene.
4: Yeah, duel of the Fates. It, that mm-hmm. just that fight scene redeems it. It puts it ahead of, of number ten. This doesn't redeem it. I mean,
3: no. It, 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 it
4: enough to not be last, <laughs> but to be second to last. Because right. there's a good thing in it.
1: There's a good thing well, in that me, movie. So let me get this straight. <laughs> that fight scene makes that movie better. Then Attack of the Clones, which also, by the way, is terrible. But at least Attack of the Clones has the great big Jedi we'll lightsaber
4: battle. I'll get to Attack of the Clones in a minute.
3: Yeah, All David. Right. I mean, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, Daniel.
2: Um, Marisha, you're number nine.
3: My number nine, uh, The Last Jedi, because yeah. it's, I, it was a beautiful movie, and every time I every time I see it, I'm like, I love this movie. It's beautiful and it's compelling. And the longer I think about it, they're like, but they did that. I really can't stand that they did this thing and that thing. And, and then there's that tangent. So that's kind of how I feel about the last Jedi. All
2: right. So we're going to move to Robbie's number nine. And before you answer, does anybody know what an aneurysm sounds like? So I know if Daniel's <laughs> okay.
4: I'm here with them. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm all, okay. It's going to be okay.
5: <laughs> no,
0: number, number nine. If number 9 doesn't kill him, he'll love number 10. So, number 9 is the Ewok Adventure.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> well, it's
0: a movie. It's at least Star it's Wars. it's
1: technically a movie. It's <laughs> technically a movie. <laughs> Not it's, amazing. it's amazing. It's <laughs> amazing.
0: I mean, if you haven't seen it, you've missed a part of the established universe. Yes.
5: Mm, so yes.
0: People, people got to get on that. <laughs>
4: Very important to Star Wars lore, I'd say.
3: <laughs> what?
5: It's evident
4: how Robbie
3: clearly cares about Ewoks.
0: So yeah, that, that's uh, that's definitely number nine. Awesome.
3: Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> no item. <wait a> <laughs>
1: you can <just> gloss over <laughs> the Ewok adventures. Let me get the. Are we talking about the whenever the kids crash land on Endor and Wilfred Brimley and? No, that's Caravan of Courage. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Is,
0: Sorry, you're right.
1: That's the one you
2: meant.
0: Uh, you know what? Yeah, I think I actually did mean caravan of courage. Oh my I... god! Baby. Yeah,
1: that's what I was afraid of. The Christmas <laughs>
4: special gonna make an appearance. Soon. Robbie, I swear oh, you know, no, no, god, no. no, no. Hey,
0: hey, Robbie. Playing. Oh man, I don't know. You know, uh, it could be either. Yeah, <laughs> we'll call them both number nine.
1: So it's a tie. <laughs> so e the... walk Adventure and caravan of courage.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You see, and now you're naming things <laughs> I forgot about. For <laughs> <purpose>. <laughs> What, I swear to God, though, Robbie, if number 10 is the Christmas special, I will drive my ass to Atlanta. <laughs> all
2: right. All right mm-hmm. uh, Marisha, number 10.
1: Number 10. You know what?
0: There's nothing I hate more than Christmas specials of, like, anything.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll be okay.
3: <laughs> uh, number 10 is Attack of the Clones. Because although it has its redeeming qualities, I think the cringeworthy aspects... Kind of outweigh the things that I love about it. That fireside scene, that fireside scene is so incredibly painful to watch. It is. Thank God you said that. I thought it was going somewhere (laughs) else. That fireside scene is so eloquent. It's just yeah, no. It's terrible. It's like some of the worst dialogue in a movie that important ever. George Lucas, man, the man, the man is brilliant. He writes the most incredible stories. And he does not write the most incredible dialogue.
2: David, there,
4: there was nobody keeping him in check. By the point, by the time of the prequels, he was so big and so powerful, and he's the guy who made Star Wars. So there was nobody there to to tell him, "Hey, George." That's terrible. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like what? Like I think I think um, in a Revenge of the Sith, when he says he killed the younglings, you can literally see. Ewan McGregor cover his mouth because he's laughing. I think I think that's something that happens because it's so bad. Anyway, my number ten is um, Attack of the Clones as well because even as a kid, when I when I watched uh, the prequel movies, I liked. I found things to I liked them because it's like Star Wars movie. But I remember watching Attack of the Clones, and as a kid, I still thought, Wow, this is horrible. Like, that's the one Star Wars movie I didn't like. It's 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 cringy and it hurts to watch, and it just make it's oh god it's the worst one it's it's by far the worst. So worst it's, the sand, it's, the, it, sand it's the
3: sand of Star Wars. What's your problem with me putting the sand of Star Wars? It's the sand of Star Wars movie. Yes, although that love theme is beautiful. He's giving me a face right now. I've just i just pure I'm just disbelief. wondering
1: how in the hell none of what you just said applied to Phantom Menace because something
4: there's something it's about, different because Phantom Menace has one redeeming quality to me, and that's uh, that's the, the epic lightsaber battle. And, you know, um, Liam Neeson, uh, mm-hmm. uh, his character, um, screw, as you like to point out, really screws with Star Wars lore. It was supposed to be Yoda-trained Obi-Wan, not Qui-Gon Jinn, but Liam Neeson's great. He's super cool. You know, love well, me he so He has much. a particular set of skills. He has a, <laughs> <laughs> It's true. All right. There's things about the Phantom Menace that I like. Okay. Nothing
0: about Attack of the Clones I like.
5: But. Okay, okay.
2: All right, so we're down to the last one. Robbie, what have you got at number 10?
0: (laughs) You know what? I Actually, I I threw a couple things around here, and uh, I finally just decided that maybe I should give Daniel a break (laughs) (laughs) so he doesn't have to end the evening with a high heart rate because I I just threw a lot of random stuff on here. But if anybody's ever interested, I can always write a companion piece on the sciencefictionary.com. Please do. Things I consider Star Wars movies that you might not consider <laughs> Star Wars. Movies.
3: Please do that. I would give you money to do that.
0: <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll post that one, and and then I'll spare Daniel actually going through those things here tonight.
2: So, do you have anything at number ten?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After all that. Uh, I had a couple uh, a couple things on there. I wrote Phantom Menace soundtrack, and I scratched it out, and then I just. <laughs> <did it laughs> <with> the <six. laughs> uh, I wrote Blue Harvest at one point. <laughs> scratched it out. I wrote Blue Harvest again and scratched it out again.
1: Well wait a minute. Seeing as how blue you would really have to defend that one, seeing as how it is a new hope.
0: Yeah, so I so I uh I had to kind of kind of think about those and uh it, it got into a lot of uh very nuanced, very
1: uh <laughs> nuanced and Gore, two things I never thought I'd hear in the same sentence.
0: Uh, very We're... deep understanding of the established universe here. Again,
1: uh, another statement I never thought I would hear
0: so yeah, those those were the ones that were considered. But I'll I'll uh, no, that that those were just all the ones they had written down. I, I never ended up coming up with anything else.
2: Okay. Uh, well, uh,
3: all right, come up with something. Number ten. <laughs> Guardians <laughs> no. of the Galaxy.
2: <laughs> it is the best God, Star Wars. It Star is the best Wars Star Wars movie, movie in the MCU. Trade. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Oh, do you, you remember uh,
0: do you remember when you used to could uh connect uh I forget what the connection protocol was, but you could connect uh through the DOS prompt and you could watch a new hope completely done in DOS prompt? Really? Yep. Yeah, that that's ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's- Okay, I'll go with that.
3: <laughs> He'll take that over Caravan of Courage. <laughs> for the Christmas special. <laughs> well, the the
0: actually, Christmas special doesn't make the top 35.
3: Which actually top did,
1: 35. Did. I will say this. I had to look it up because I could not remember. I knew there were two Ewok movies. They're both Ewok adventure, uh, adventures. Okay. The Caravan of Courage and the Battle for Endor. There All we right. go.
3: Okay.
2: So which one has Wilford Brimley in it? Caravan of Courage,
1: right? Battle for Endor. Battle for Endor. Battle for
2: Endor. <laughs> Okay.
1: Your job is. Yeah, I guess there it's been too
2: long since I've watched them. I guess They're I know what we're both... doing the rest of the night.
0: <laughs> They're pretty <laughs> run together in my mind, so I actually need to rewatch them. They no. came out of
2: your
3: art, perfect so Dragon Con.
2: I wasn't kidding when I said I have them on DVD. He <laughs> <laughs> <All
3: right. laughs> just gave me this thing. Called. All right, guys. Well,
2: it has been a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> did anybody have anything they want to add before we close out? Daniel, are you going to close? Yeah, this I can out take here? us
1: out if you're ready. Yep. All right. All right, David, where where tell people where they can find you on the internet.
4: Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel, David Peoples TV. Uh, not Star Wars related, except for one video I posted today, uh, my giant rant about the Last Jedi and the one easy solution to fixing it. I think if you change one scene in that movie, it becomes a great a great film and would be much higher on my list. So, uh, David Peoples TV, very creative name. All
0: right, Robbie. Uh, you can find me on sciencefictionary.com or on Twitter at Legend of Rob or Instagram at W.R. Gore.
3: And Marisha. Marisha, you can find me on Instagram at Princesses and Padawans, wherein I make really cute costumes for my kids.
1: All right. And uh, I'm Daniel Peoples. You can find me at Dan C. Peeps and Andrew.
2: Uh, you can find me at, on Twitter at Darklighter580. Are at thesciencefictionary.com.
1: All right. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Cy underscore Fictionary and on the web at thesciencefictionary.com. We'll see you next week. Until then, keep your S-Fulls locked in the attack position, and may the Force be with you.